This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. Have you ever wondered if your cultural lens affects the way you read and interpret scripture? For example, when Paul exhorted women to dress modestly, what did he really mean? Stick around after today's Bible reading to find out. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. To get in the word with truth's table. Presented by Inner Varsity Press. The Daily Audio Bible Podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading. Proverbs chapter 27. Do not boast about tomorrow, for you do not know what a day may bring forth. Let another praise you, and not your own mouth. Someone else, and not your own lips. A stone is heavy and sand is weighty. But vexation by a fool is more burdensome than the two of them. Wrath is cruel and anger is overwhelming, but who can stand before jealousy? Better is open rebuke than hidden love. Faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are excessive. The one whose appetite is satisfied loathes honey. But to the hungry mouth, every bitter thing is sweet. Like a bird that wanders from its nest, so is a person who wanders from his home. Ointment and incense make their heart rejoice. Likewise, the sweetness of one's friend from sincere counsel. Do not forsake your friend and your father's friend. Do not enter your brother's house in the day of your disaster. A neighbor nearby is better than a brother far away. Be wise, my son, and make my heart glad, so that I may answer anyone who taunts me. A shrewd person saw danger. He hid himself. The naive passed right on by. They had to pay for it. Take a man's garment when he has given security for a stranger and hold him in pledge on behalf of a stranger. If someone blesses his neighbor with a loud voice early in the morning, it will be counted as a curse to him. A continual dripping on a rainy day, a contentious wife makes herself like that. Whoever contains her has contained the wind or can grasp oil with his right hand. As iron sharpens iron, so a person sharpens his friend. The one who tends a fig tree will eat its fruit, and whoever takes care of his master will be honored. As in water the face is reflected as a face, so a person's heart reflects the person. 
As death and destruction are never satisfied, so the eyes of a person are never satisfied. As the crucible is for silver and the furnace is for gold, so a person must put his praise to the test. If you should pound the fool in the mortar, among the grain with the pestle, his foolishness would not depart from him. Pay careful attention to the condition of your flocks. Set your mind on your herds, for riches do not last forever, nor does a crown last from generation to generation. When the hay is removed and new grass appears, and the grass from the hills is gathered in, the lambs will be for your clothing, and the goats will be for the price of a field, and there will be enough goat's milk for your food, for the food of your household, and for the sustenance of your servant girls. Isaiah chapter 52 through Isaiah chapter 53. Chapter 52. Wank up, wank up, clothe yourself with strength, O Zion. Put on your beautiful clothes, O Jerusalem, holy city. For uncircumcised and unclean pagans will no longer invade you. Shake off the dirt. Get up, captive Jerusalem. Take off the iron chains around your neck, O captive daughter Zion. For this is what the Lord says, You were sold for nothing, and you will not be redeemed for money. For this is what the Sovereign Lord says, In the beginning my people went to live temporarily in Egypt. Assyria oppressed them for no good reason. And now, what do we have here? Says the Lord. Indeed, my people have been carried away for nothing. Those who rule over them taunt, says the Lord. And my name is constantly slandered all day long. For this reason, my people will know my name. For this reason, they will know at that time that I am the one who says, Here I am. How delightful it is to see approaching over the mountains the feet of a messenger who announces peace, a messenger who brings good news, who announces deliverance, who says to Zion, Your God reigns. Listen, your watchmen shout. In unison, they shout for joy. For they see with their very own eyes the Lord's return to Zion. In unison, give a joyful shout, O ruins of Jerusalem. For the Lord consoles his people. He protects Jerusalem. The Lord reveals his royal power in the sight of all the nations. The entire earth sees our God deliver. Leave, leave, get out of there. Don't touch anything unclean. Get out of it. Stay pure. You who carry the Lord's holy items, yet do not depart quickly or leave in a panic. For the Lord goes before you. The God of Israel is your rear guard. The Lord will vindicate his servant. Look, my servant will succeed. He will be elevated, lifted high, and greatly exalted, just as many were horrified by the sight of you. He was so disfigured he no longer looked like a man. His form was so marred he no longer looked human. So now he will startle many nations. Kings will be shocked by his exaltation, for they will witness something unannounced to them, and they will understand something they had not heard about. Chapter 53 Who would have believed what we just heard? When was the Lord's power revealed through him? He sprouted up like a twig before God, like a root out of parched soil. He had no stately form or majesty that might catch our attention, no special appearance, that we should want to follow him. He was despised and rejected by people, one who experienced pain and was acquainted with illness. People hid their faces from him. He was despised, and we considered him insignificant. But he lifted up our illnesses. He carried our pain. 
even though we thought he was being punished, attacked by God, and afflicted for something he had done. He was wounded because of our rebellious deeds, crushed because of our sins. He endured punishment that made us well. Because of his wounds, we have been healed. All of us had wandered off like sheep. Each of us had strayed off on his own path. But the Lord caused the sin of all of us to attack him. He was treated harshly and afflicted, but he did not even open his mouth. Like a lamb led to the slaughtering block, like a sheep silent before her shearers, he did not even open his mouth. He was led away after an unjust trial. But who even cared? Indeed, he was cut off from the land of the living. Because of the rebellion of his own people, he was wounded. They intended to bury him with criminals, but he ended up in a rich man's tomb. Because he had committed no violent deeds, nor had he spoken deceitfully. Though the Lord desired to crush him and make him ill, once restitution is made, he will see descendants and enjoy long life, and the Lord's purpose will be accomplished through him. Having suffered, he will reflect on his work. He will be satisfied when he understands what he has done. My servant will acquit many, for he carried their sins. So I will assign him a portion with the multitudes. He will divide the spoils of victory with the powerful, because he willingly submitted to death and was numbered with the rebels, when he lifted up the sin of many and intervened on behalf of the rebels. New Testament reading, Ephesians chapter 5, verses 1 through 14. Chapter 5. Live in love. Therefore, be imitators of God as dearly loved children, and live in love, just as Christ also loved us and gave himself for us, a sacrificial and fragrant offering to God. But among you, there must not be either sexual immorality, impurity, of any kind, or greed, as these are not fitting for the saints. Neither should there be vulgar speech, foolish talk, or coarse jesting, all of which are out of character but rather thanksgiving. For you can be confident of this one thing, that no person who is immoral, impure, or greedy, such a person is an idolater, has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ in God. Live in the light. Let nobody deceive you with empty words, for because of these things God's wrath comes on the sons of disobedience. Therefore do not be sharers with them, for you were at one time darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live like children of light, for the fruit of the light consists in all goodness, righteousness, and truth, trying to learn what is pleasing to the Lord. Do not participate in the unfruitful deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. For the things they do in secret are shameful even to mention, but all things being exposed by the light are made visible. For everything made visible is light. And for this reason it says, Awake, O sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Gracious and holy and righteous God, we thank you. We thank you today. Our hearts are filled with gratitude as we have heard and set with your words today. Thank you, O Lord, for Jesus. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for 
what you have done on our behalf and that you have called us to now walk in the light, to walk in transparency, in visibility, to no longer hide. Look at how far you have brought us. We are no longer a humanity that finds ourselves in the Garden of Eden, covering ourselves up, running from you. But instead, we can come before you. We can live in the light because of the grace that you have poured out. No longer hiding ourselves or running away or wearing a mask and pretending to be something that we're not. We can come before you, all of who we are, the fullness of our humanity, our hopes and our joys, our dreams, our traumas, and our pain. And we can bring it before you, O God. The God who in your love beckons us to come forward. We thank you, O God, that you are accessible to us, that you are near to us. We thank you for the Holy Spirit being deposited within us, O God, reminding us that we are indeed your children. And so, God, we pray that by the power of the Spirit, because of what you have done, what, what Scripture prophesied would happen and what you fulfilled, Lord Jesus, in the cross, because of what you have done, we are people who are now cutting on the lights. We're not living in darkness. And so we thank you for this, that we are walking in the light as we walk with you, O oh God. We pray, O oh Lord, that you would take away the taste, the desire, the impulse, for things that do not please you. Would you, O oh God, order our steps and would you grant us the mind of Christ and rearrange our desires that they are fitting of people who are the saints of the thrice holy and living God? We need you to do that. And we pray, O oh God, for your grace and your mercy for the ways in which we ignore your word. We live in disobedience, O oh God. We read your word and simply reject it. We talk it away or wish it away, but oh God, I pray again that you turn on the light and that you would have us to desire after you in obedience even before understanding comes. Would you help us to be obedient people to you, oh God? It is only in obedience to you that we find ourselves truly free, free from the lies of the world, free from our own negative self-talk, but truly free people when we live in obedience to you. We thank you, O oh God, for Jesus' obedience even unto death, death on the cross on our behalf. And we pray, O oh God, today that we would live transparent and open lives before you, for you have done the miraculous to demonstrate your acceptance of us as the people of God. It is in Christ's name that we pray. Amen. In their book, Misreading Scripture with Western Eyes, biblical scholars Brandon O'Brien and E. Randolph Richards shed light on the ways that Western readers often misunderstand the cultural dynamics of the Bible. When Paul exhorted women to dress modestly, he was likely not referring to racy clothing, but instead, he was most likely concerned about economic modesty, that Christian women not flaunt their wealth through expensive clothes, braided hair, and gold jewelry. Getting beyond our cultural assumptions is increasingly important for being Christians in our interconnected and globalized world. Learn to read scripture as a member of the global body of Christ with the book, Misreading Scripture with Western Eyes. As a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code, The Word. That's promo code T-H-E-W-O-R-D at ivpress.com. 
We pray this time of getting the word with Truth's Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag Truth's Table. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth's Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee. Got something to say